This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Hello! Welcome to the podcast, Yep, I Did That. Yay, where we talk about the crazy things floating around the internet Mm -hmm. that are maybe miracle cures or weird health trends, diet stuff, supplements, you name it. We are trying to try it and telling you about it. it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jonna and I'm just here for being the trial person slash hippie of the podcast and i'm amanda and i'm a registered (laughs) dietitian uh who loves science and loves facts and loves metabolic pathways and all things nerdy yeah she grounds us yes so um we hope that you are excited to go along on these journeys with us um, within the health and wellness field yes um so jonna has some new development (laughs) We got a dog. Yeah. <laughs> if you post on Instagram, you saw like 400 <laughs> pictures. We got a free dog. Free dog, which is the best kind of dog. She was rehomed to us from a young girl who was not a good dog mom. She was just in television, so she was gone all the time, yes. right? Yep. So now we have a dog, and I have so many Yep, I Did That things to try because she has skin problems, mm-hmm. and I think her immune system is low. So I've been like researching natural remedies for all this stuff for puppies. Yes. She's a little boxer pup. Get on the pumpkin train. I do. I have some cans of that at home. (laughs) I'm trying to go slow. I don't want to throw stuff. I already changed her food over. Oh, yes. She was on freaking IMs. I was like, no, this is why your skin's bad. Yes. So, yes, we got a puppy. Puppy. And her name is Penny, not Phoebe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Poor Dietrich and I voted for Phoebe too. Got outweighed, but Penny is freaking cute. All too, the rosebuds so. voted for Phoebe. Yeah, except I think Janelle voted Penny. Maybe didn't she? I don't remember. I think everyone voted Phoebe because Dietrich wanted Phoebe. Yes, because we are all pro Dietrich. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> okay, it can be Phoebe. And then I just looked at her for like two hours while he was at preschool. After we decided it could be Phoebe, and I was all, nope. Her name's Penny. Your name is Penny. I'm sorry, but there's yeah. lots of cool pennies. So. That's true. So he at least sees the like the penny from Inspector Gadget and exactly. is like she's awesome. Yeah. So Yeah. Doggy, she's here. She's outside and she's awesome and sweet. There'll be yeah. lots of pictures, I'm sure. We're I'm sure. Or there might be an episode because I am on the full on natural dog care yes. train right now. I think that for sure there will be a dog episode. Yeah, I saw that the Hyperbiotics, the company that we love so much that we did the dental uh-huh. episode about, they have a pet probiotic that I'm Ooh. thinking about putting her on because I've been reading about how skin conditions often are because of the stuff GI going on, on the inside. So we'll see. I think that's a great, great start for good old Penny to like be on the natural path with us. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So that's my big news. How about you? Any big news? 
Well, now Kyle's gone again. Plugging so I'm along. single mom in. Every, t- every chugga, episode, chugga, 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 Kyle chugga. is gone again. <laughs> yes. So if everyone's like, well, Kyle's just always gone. So you don't have to update You don't us. have to tell us that anymore because we already know that's going to be your thing. <laughs> Amanda's been ch- chugging her arms this whole time. <laughs> like a train. It's excessive, but it's awesome. It's excessive, but that's what I live to do. You know? I don't have anything else going on in my life. I teach pure bar. I hang so out with my child. Those small controlled exercises. Yeah. If you, As I just noticed in her chugging with yes, her arms. I'm really good at it. All right. We should get into business. Yes. So last week, um, if you haven't listened to that episode, you probably should go back and listen to that now yes. before listening to this episode. We just had like a candid conversation about mental health. And I told a lot of my story, Jonah's story, and like my journey through just getting healthier mentally, spiritually, Physically-ish. Um, yes. <laughs> and we got to hear a little bit from Amanda, but after listening to the episode, we just really wanted to like expand on her part of this story. So um, something you said in the last episode was just like um, you wanted to like bring light to what it looks like to be the person with someone that's walking through um, like anxiety and depression yeah. And I think that would be super helpful for like our listeners to hear more from like your perspective about like where you're coming from. And also, I think because Kyle's gone, like had such a crazy journey this last year that like the stuff that you've worked through and the hard things that you've gone through, you, they're like suppressed. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I think there is helpful uh, like tidbits in ways that you kind of were able to cope or work through those things that you don't even realize that you did. So I just yeah. want to hear a little bit more from Amanda about that. Hey. Um, yeah. So what I talked about a little bit last time was that Kyle um, was going through a lot. Um, and then I brought up how it's really hard being the person who's supporting the person that is going through like any sort of mental health stuff. And I felt that like, I could have been better at explaining why I was like adamant that like sometimes you have to remember that person Yeah, was because how I said um, Kyle got worse, like at his worst was right after Ellis was born. So if you think about what was going on in my life <laughs> during that time was that um, my husband lost his job. We were no longer financially secure. I had a baby. My emotions were going crazy. You also bought a house. Like right I also that. bought a house. <laughs> we bought a house like almost a year before. Yeah. Um, and so there was a lot going on for me. But because Kyle was dealing with so much, um, like we always talk about like the first four months of Ellis's life, like was really bad. Mm-hmm. Kyle wasn't present. Um, he wanted to not spend time with us mm-hmm. majority of the time. Like he chose to be in his studio playing his guitar over like being with me and Ellis. And Mm -hmm. so it was, um, it it was to a point where like, and Ellis like did not gain weight, Mm -hmm. um, which we talked about before because I couldn't produce milk. We were struggling to figure out like, what's the right thing to do for him Mm -hmm. to be gaining weight. Um, so there was a lot going on and I just had to get to a point where it was like, my husband can't be there for me. I have this baby. I have to be there for my husband whenever he finally realized that, like, he was depressed and he needed to go talk to someone. It was 
a great moment, but also a very hard moment because then it became, we have to start working through this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was just sitting back trying to not to deal with anything Mm -hmm. on myself because I had to be strong in those moments. So it was basically like, I didn't have time to think about being like postpartum and like my emotions and like just having a baby because there were two people that were dependent upon me holding everything together. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I let something go, it was a human. It was was either Kyle or Ellis. Yeah. And it was like, I couldn't let go of either of them Mm -hmm. because it's my spouse and then my baby. Mm -hmm. And so it was that I just had to, I think that's whenever I talk about it, that I am apathetic sometimes. Like it's a, just a defense mechanism so that I don't feel mm-hmm. so that I can keep going where mm-hmm. I make light of emotions, which I have been reading more about the Enneagram and that <laughs> is a very nine <laughs> thing to do. Yes. <laughs> um, where it's just like, I, I just, I have to become numb to myself in order to, persevere for the greater good Mm -hmm. um and so i felt like that's essentially what was happening for me um and i don't know what i did to get through it outside of um i ate exceptionally well during that time Mm -hmm. because i was trying to feed my son and so i think that that helped so that my mental health was always at least like being somewhat taken care of Mm -hmm. (laughs) whenever i wasn't like presently trying to take care of it you know Mm -hmm. um and then kyle getting going to the the psychologist at first and then like the psychologist recommended him going to a psychiatrist Mm -hmm. um and then getting put on um some medicine and so we have john and i have talked about this where and kyle and i talked about it and i think it's really important to talk about the medicine part of it Mm -hmm. where because ultimately like I'm petrified of the medicine. And so, um, but I also see value in it whenever like someone is struggling so hard Mm -hmm. and Kyle was struggling so hard that I think he needed a, he needed a moment, Mm -hmm. a break of like the feelings he was feeling. And I feel like so many people do to be able to have a breath, to be able to say, okay, now I feel like I can take care of myself and how can I do this effectively? But it took a while to get to that point. And I think a lot of people, um, I was listening to another podcast and just talking about like just diagnoses and stuff like the diagnoses of mental illness. And I think that a lot of people just become dependent upon the like medicine. Mm-hmm. And Kyle definitely did. Like whenever he first got put on his like anti-anxiety medicine, he expected it just to like make him happy yeah. and make him like get out of bed and make him like do these things and be excited about it. And he, whenever that wasn't happening, he then was like, I think I need to go back to the doctor and like talk to them, whatever. And then they prescribed him something else. And then he like was like, it's still not helping. I was like, Kyle, the medicine can only get you to a point where like, then you're capable of getting out of bed. Right. Like you have to do something too. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the times it, it, people do think that where it's like the medicine will make me better and mm-hmm. I don't have to take these steps to like right. figure out how I actually am able to work things, these things out for myself. Mm-hmm. Like what's the fastest fix that I don't have to do any work for it? Yeah. Which is like all Western medicine, actually. For sure. We talk about that all the time. Like 
what <coughs> there's all these things available to us that are supposed to be these like miracle fixes, but they're not because they're treating a symptom, not the root. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that like um, in this other podcast, I, it was talking about how a lot of dads, whenever they go in with their sons and they're like getting tested for ADHD or ADD or whatever, mm-hmm. they're like, oh my gosh, I've had the same symptoms my whole life. And the but doctor never, was, realized. never realized that that's what it was. And the doctor was talking about how she's a clinical psychologist and she was talking about how um, basically uh, the, uh, sorry, I just realized my phone was not on silent and I was like, oh, <laughs> Kyle's going to text me. <laughs> um, no, but basically about how um, they, if they had learned at like 18 that they had ADHD and were put on medicine, they would have never learned all the things that they did through those years of how to like overcome certain things. And it's the same thing that we were talking about with like training the brain Mm -hmm. where it's like, they wouldn't have like their brain wouldn't know how to react in these different situations if they weren't able to process it. And so it was just a really interesting perspective where it's like, yes, some people really need to be on medicine, but I think there Mm -hmm. are also times where people are just like, I need like or just think it's going to be the easy fix versus seeing the value of trying to work through stuff right. there. That's definitely not taking light of like serious situations. Like my husband is on medicine because right. he we were in a very serious situation. Right. It was to a point where like he chose to not be with his baby. Yeah. That something is very severely wrong. Right. Whenever you have no emotional Attachment. Attachment to like your wife and your son, mm-hmm. like baby boy son. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I do think there is something to say that there's value in the adult man who was like, oh, hey, I maybe have ADHD, but didn't know and was able to do all these things. Right. And coped with it. Right. You know, and like having an awareness is different, but I don't know. It was just interesting. Yeah. That's good food for thought. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think I am so paranoid of medicine, but also like something we talked about. Um, I don't know if we said it last week or if we just said it to each other. So you might be rehearing this. Yep, club. But <laughs> uh, just that like in some of these cases, just having that that moment, what you were just kind of talking about to just be able to like poke your head above water, mm-hmm. even if, if that's what medicine does for you. And like the goal would be to be able to poke your head above water and then start making these steps to making your whole life healthier and Mm -hmm. then weaning off the medicine would be the ideal. Yeah. In a magic world. For sure. But I think that that breath is so important. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think even though we both have the same stance, we're like these medicines scared the ever living crap out of us because you never know what could happen. I mean, thankfully, he's an adult and the like symptoms of having those suicidal thoughts are mm-hmm. more severe with like younger kids who get put on them but it's still a, a chance you right. know it's it still happens right and so um there's still just always fears that's one of the things that Kyle and I which if you're again the person who's supporting that person like every day I check in with him or every week at least I check in with him and I'm like where are you mm-hmm. how are you feeling because if there's ever a switch like I have to know, Mm -hmm. like we have to be in communication because this is such a big risk. Like I have to know if you're having any thoughts, right? If there is even a slight thought, 
Mm-hmm. Like we have, I have to know. And so it, thankfully he is very honest with yes, me. That is what he, he is. Yes, honest. He is very honest. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing that Kyle Blaine Perrin is, is that he is very honest and very, will tell you exactly his thoughts and exactly. feelings on anything. <laughs> yes. Which is good in this case. Yeah. And not to shy away. And he thankfully up until this point has not had any of those thoughts. Yeah. So, um, but we continue to fight the fight and make yeah. sure that that's the, the space that we're always in. But yeah. And it seems like from again, Amanda and I had so much conversation about these episodes that I yeah. like melted together what was outside of podcast and what was in. But we talked about, um, him now just feeling like he's ready to like start Mm -hmm. doing stuff and start trying other stuff. And I don't think he would have been there without this time of like healing and just like breathing and not at all. Yeah. So it seems like it is working for you guys right now. And he is is. wanting to try other things, which is awesome, which is huge. I mean, if anyone has had like a lot of our friends and family listen to this. So if anyone has had a conversation with Kyle, you know how stubborn and how, like, oh, incredibly infuriating he is whenever it comes to food and lifestyle <laughs> choices. And the fact that he's very open to it and wants me to make him, like, a diet plan yeah. and he actually wants to stick to it is... A big change. A huge change. So, yay, Kyle. Yay, Kyle. And uh, I was like, hey, if, like, people want to go work out while you're on the road, do you think you could go with them? And he was like, yeah. And every time I see Logan, I was like, hey, can you get Kyle to go work out with you? And he's like, Amanda, I ask him every day. And then I stopped asking him. And then I was like, I'm just going to lead by example. Kyle does not care. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle does not care at all. And he was like, he doesn't do anything. He just lays there. So I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Kyle won't be doing backflips anytime soon. Kyle won't be doing backflips. Again, we circled back. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, but um, so there's there's some a little some goodness, more yeah, yeah. And we're we're at a point, and that's why I just wanted to make like I told Jonna after last week that I just felt like I didn't want someone to take what I said that it 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 just felt very much like not focused in on why I was so adamant about like caring for the person yeah. because there was just so much going on, and like in that moment, um, it took. It took up until Ellis's was like nine or 10 months old for me to finally be like, I need some love too. Yeah. Like, I feel like your mental health is more important than my mental health. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, again, if he had not been on these medicines or not been at the a right place, that conversation would not have been good. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a very good conversation. And um, I think those are conversations that, anyone in a relationship friendship have to have because without at least one healthy person, it's not Mm going to be able to be moving forward. So. And if you're friends with somebody who is married, dating, best friends with someone that's going through that, if you know a person that was, is the Amanda in the equation, then maybe it it would be good for you to reach out to them and check in. Because especially Amanda is not somebody who's going to just like text or call and say like, I'm drowning over here. Like I need someone to care about me. So like when they're in the middle of it, they probably don't have the wherewithal to to even know that they need someone to care about them. They're just like plugging through life. So just like reach out. 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely am that person. Yes. <laughs> um, but to talk about medications a little bit more and transition into, unless you have more questions about my life. I mean, I you know it all, you're an, but <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> Uh, this is the one and only time I'll be open. <laughs> oh boy, that could go a lot of directions if you give that to me. <laughs> um, oh boy, I just censored myself so much. Did you reined that in? <laughs> Growth. Um, yeah, I would love. We wanted. We want to um, focus in a little bit more on medicine. Yeah. On nutrition. Yeah. And um, a couple more things that um, are available to us that are natural remedies yeah uh help support natural support. mental health support yeah i think those right are i think that? those are great great adjectives <laughs> yes yeah, so i'm going to pass the baton to amanda <laughs> who has all the science behind the medicine and yes. all that stuff Go. so i think that like in whenever we're talking about mental health and we're talking about um medicines a lot everyone knows like what the like the two groups are but no one really knows what they're doing whenever you're talking about it in general. And so there are two different like groups are benzos or benzodiazepines, um, diazepans. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the SSRIs, um, and those are basically the two options you have. And what happens is that there's two different horm or not hormones, but, um, molecules that they're kind of affecting, which is GABA, which we've talked about in the past, which is gamma amino butyric acid and serotonin. Mm -hmm. um, so benzos are the ones that affect GABO or GABA. GABO. Like yo GABA GABA. GABA. Yo GABA GABA. <laughs> um, and so what happens is that um, they, like GABA, how it works in your brain is that it is an inhibitory neurotransmitter, which means that it slows the, slows the brain um, down from fear and anxiety. So whenever you start having anxious thoughts or you become fearful, GABA actually like binds to a receptor in your brain and allows negative ions to enter in and that slows your brain down. Mm -hmm. And so it lessens all that anxiety and lessens the fear. Mm -hmm. um, and so whenever you take a benzo, that's kind of doing the same thing. It's able to bind to that GABA receptor and act in the same way as this neurotransmitter mm. is doing. Um, and so whenever we talk about foods in a minute, whenever I say it's acting on GABA, it's doing that. So it's basically slowing down your anxiety. It's slowing down your brain and causing you not to have those anxious or fearful thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, and then the same with serotonin. Um, it's made it from tryptophan. Which turkey. Is turkey. <laughs> uh, it's an amino acid. And so you have to get tryptophan from your diet. And so if you don't have a healthy, well-balanced diet and you're not getting enough tryptophan, then you probably aren't going to have a lot of serotonin. So that's one place you can start doing if you are depressed at all and you don't have enough serotonin is look at your diet and see if you're getting enough tryptophan to be making serotonin. And so if you're eating a standard, what is it? Sad. The sad standard diet. American diet. Yeah, you might not be getting enough tryptophan. Um, so that's an area to look at. Um, and so what that SSRIs do is that it prevents the reuptake of serotonin. So it prevents your brain from using what small amount is in there mm -hmm. for something else. Oh, okay. And so it's keeping the amount of serotonin in your brain so that it can be functioning and it doesn't decrease to super low levels um, that causes like the depressive thoughts. Okay. Um, and so the SSSR, SSRIs... Uh, just block it from being used. 
And so whenever we talk about other foods, um, that's basically what they think it's doing too. It's blocking serotonin from being used. Okay. Um, so those are the two ways that food right. can also affect your brain in the same way that these medicines are working. Without the side effects. Without the side effects of the medicine. Right. And there, I feel like we, to do it justice as you move on to food, we do have to say like the reason we're terrified of these meds is because the side effects are a lot. Yes. So if there's a way for you to do the next, change your diet with the next stuff that Amanda talks about, do it. Yes. Like, or do it at the same time. Like yeah. start there. Totally. And I think that we did say this in the last episode where it was basically that even if you're taking the medicine, you need to be doing these things so that the medicine is working as effectively as it can. And you could right. potentially wean down how much you need. Right. Because if you're doing all these things and your brain mm. is making a lot or like keeping serotonin or the GABA is preventing those things, like you don't need as much right. of the medicine. And like you said to Kyle, like it, it can only help you to this point. You have to take steps. Exactly. You have to start taking steps. Yeah. You have to take care of yourself. The medicine can only do so much. And lucky for you guys, we have Amanda at our disposal <laughs> to tell us what next step Me. to take. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start with like the most important part of the body, which is our gut. gut. Exactly. Ooh, ooh. So there's something called the gut brain connection. And what that means is that whenever our gut isn't in or in the best form, most of the neurotransmitters that get sent to our brain come from our gut. So that's like the gut brain connection. So um, lots of hormones get sent from our GI tract and the serotonin that we just talked about, 95% of serotonin is made in our GI tract. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a healthy gut, um, you're not going to be able to make the serotonin. You're not going to be able to be absorbing nutrients that also are helpful for anxiety, um, just health in general. And you're going to be allowing yourself to be exposed to inflammation, which then will cause havoc all over, including your brain. Um, and so it's really important to have a really healthy gut. And obviously, we're very probiotic we're very pro we're probiotic probiotics <laughs> <laughs> and so it's basically um it's very important for mm -hmm. someone to either be on a probiotic or taking or eating a lot of fermented foods mm -hmm. whenever they do have any sort of depressive thoughts anxiety any sort of mental health things because um you need a healthy gut in order to have a healthy brain mm -hmm. because everything comes from your gi tract um it's it seems so simple, but it's relatively new. Thought, yeah, I mean, you know? there's all sorts of research coming out, even about like autism that yeah. they they haven't figured out what it is, but they think that the link is the gut. Uh, who knows if that's true or not? But that's like a hypothesis out there now. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's a big thing right now in the medical community. Yeah. I mean, if you think about how much is happening in your small intestine, that's where all your nutrients are being absorbed. That is where hormones are being formed. That is where neurotransmitters are being formed. Like if you aren't taking care of your gut by eating a very good diet and then providing that good bacteria or the prebiotics, which what do prebiotics do? They help make more bacteria when you take a probiotic or eat a probiotic food. Yeah, because it is allowed to be food for the bacteria. Yeah. So it keeps growing the good stuff. Um, and so it allows all of that to be happening. You know, like we need that good bacteria 
if there's there's something called dysbiosis, which you probably will hear a lot if you venture into the natural health world, mm-hmm. um, where it's basically that whenever all this damn damage happens from eating this, all this damn damage, happens. this all this damn damage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you could think about it, that it causes a dam of not allowing all the nutrients to be absorbed. Yeah, that might be the episode title. <laughs> damn, damage. damn damage. I think that's a great title. Um, we'll see if it makes it there. <laughs> uh, no, but basically what dysbiosis is, is that it causes gaps in your small intestine mm. um, and it allows everything to leak out. So that's why you think food, more food sensitivities mm. are happening is which, that when they, so is that when they say leaky gut? That's yes. that. Yeah. Which it's is dysbiosis. Why you can drink bone broth. Yeah. That helps with that. <laughs> exactly. It's, and especially if like for, so for Kyle, I'm only going to talk about Kyle because he is my husband and I know exactly his diet. But mm-hmm. if there's someone that you know that has this, you probably would recommend this. So Kyle eats like a 12 year old boy. He does. He, He's actually doing, when I met him, he was worse. Oh than my now. gosh. He was so much worse. <laughs> Right now, he eats sweet potatoes and asparagus mm-hmm. and bananas and mandarin oranges. Other than that, <laughs> we're trying. Um, but before that, it was macaroni and cheese, uh, lots of tacos, lots of... Now it's a lot of steak. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, if you are eating the standard American diet or if Pop-Tarts and cookies are your favorite breakfast food... <laughs> Um, sugar <laughs> and highly processed foods have direct links to mental health issues. So mm-hmm. they, they have been shown in multiple studies to have a direct effect on depression. Um, and so I would say also they probably have something wrong with their GI tract if that's the continued diet that they're getting provided. Like there's nothing, no fermented food that's being provided. There is nothing that's feeding that good bacteria. All it is is causing more damage and more work for your body. I would definitely say it's going to be good to talk to your doctor or just try a probiotic. Yes. Um, and there's different strains out yeah. there. We've talked about them in the past. I think you should always be on some sort of probiotic. Yeah. But I mean, all of you know that. At yes. This point. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know that you should be taking bone broth and probiotics from Jonna, then you don't I listen failed. to this podcast. I have failed. <laughs> no, you haven't failed. No one's listening to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you say it often. <laughs> that is true. Um, and so, um, just to go in a little bit more about like diet specifically, Mm -hmm. it matters a lot. So a study was looked at, um, the Mediterranean diet, which do you know what that is? Um, I was just reading about the Mediterranean diet, but no, I don't know. It's basically just like good fat. So it's a lot Mm -hmm. of olive oil, fish, plant-based diets, um, thinking kind of just like Mediterranean food, you know, it's like like, what they're common yeah, cuisine would be. exactly. And so it's not a lot of red meat. It's not a lot of processed foods. So they looked at med- Mediterranean diet. They looked at a traditional Japanese diet and then the Western diet, which is the standard Sad. American. Mm-hmm. Um, and in between those three, the traditional Japanese diet had a 25 to 35% less risk of developing depression versus the Mediterranean and the Western diet. Wow. Um, and I think they attribute it mainly because it's a highly, it's a highly fermented food diet. Ah. And so it's a lot of like the probiotics and prebiotics Mm -hmm. and it's helping overall. Um, and so diet has obviously a huge huge role. Yes. Um, and so 
if you aren't eating a plant-based diet, which, and if you've heard that term and you're like, what the F does a plant-based <laughs> diet even mean? It just means that like predominantly, like if you look at your plate, half of your plate is vegetables. Dun, dun, dun. Um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, it's just like the, always think your base is vegetables. If, like if you grew up in the 90s, like we did, you had the food guide pyramid, which is not that anymore. It's the plate. But we grew up with the food guide pyramid and the bottom of the pyramid was starches. And so you just have to reverse it where it was like all the breads and grains and rices and cereals. That was all at the bottom. Like you should be getting the majority of those. The bottom should be all fruits and vegetables. I haven't even thought about that pyramid, but that's crazy that that was the bottom of the right? pyramid. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Whereas like that was our base because it like the thought that was that you needed to be eating 60% carbohydrates and you still need to be getting carbohydrates, but not that um, that much. And you need to be getting them. You're still going to be getting the amount of carbohydrates you need from fruits and vegetables yeah. with the occasional unprocessed grain, right. like quinoa, rice, mm-hmm. farro, buckwheat, amaranth. There you go. Do you ever eat amaranth? I don't eat every amaranth, but it's always lumped into all of that. That I'm like, I've never it's made it something. separate. I've I've gotten like granola bars. Yeah, like the raise the bar bars from oh. Trader Joe's are uh-huh. so stinking good, and they have amaranth in them. You need to try the trail nugget ones. I haven't had those. They're so good. <laughs> I want them to sponsor us. They're so delicious. Does Trader Joe's sponsor anyone? No, not Trader Joe's. This is actually like a oh, I was like another company, but I've only found them at Trader Joe's. They're really small. What are they it's, called? It's called Trail Nuggets. Oh, I have. And tried. if you like um, any sort of bar, but you don't like the chewiness of it, mm-hmm. the Trail Nuggets are awesome. It's like cake. Ooh, it's like a cake texture, and it's a pea protein. So it's plant based nice. protein. Awesome. So, so a good grab on the go. Yeah, super good grab on the go. The cranberry beet orange one tastes like Christmas, mm. and it's fantastic. Yeah. So now back to this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So plant-based diet, obviously, get all like majority of your stuff from fruits and vegetables. Um, And you should be getting nine to 13 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Again. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually, when you hear that number, though, it seems really overwhelming. But when you actually look at what a serving is, you're probably knocking like three of those out with just one time you're eating vegetables in a day. Because it's a cup of like raw vegetables and your salad, if you're eating a salad, it's usually probably like three cups. Yeah. And that's three servings. And then you're putting vegetables in the salad. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's it's really not as daunting. But if you're just thinking plant based and your base is vegetables, you're probably going to be reaching that goal. So it's not as scary as you think. No, not scary at all. And then the other quarter of your plate is protein. The other quarter is a fiber of some sort, which could also be another vegetable. True. Woohoo. Woohoo. All those things. Do we have any food? Um, do you have any foods that you specifically think we should be including in our yes. diet? So, um, some suspit, some sp- <laughs> some. <laughs> I feel like you're choking up on words a lot today, and it's great. Especially whenever it's like, "This is your time to shine. Be an expert." Well, specifically, specifically. Specific foods, uh, which we've talked about um, a lot, is omega-3 fatty acids. And so Mm -hmm. fish um, or taking a fish oil, omega-3s, they think 
could be affecting the serotonin. So working how an SSR, SSRI would be. Yeah. Um, but they also think it could be because it's an anti-inflammatory. And so it's acting against all that um, oxidation. So it's mm-hmm. an antioxidant. And so there's two different theories that people are trying to like do more research on. But um, if you do take a fish oil, you need to make sure the two different types of fats, which I don't know if this if we've talked about this before, but specifically for mental health is that there's two different types, EPA and DHA. Both are very good for our brains, Uh but the things that have been the most uh, effective at um, showing for overall like health, especially with like depression has been um, EPA. So you, you want your, your majority of it to be, um, EPA versus DHA okay. and at least two grams. So a study looked at it and like 2.5 grams of EPA um, versus DHA were found to be beneficial. And so omega-3s and we, if you don't want to do a fish oil supplement, we've obviously always talked about fatty fish. So our salmon, sardines, our, sardines, <laughs> our mackerel. Um, those are all really good sources of omega threes as well, um, and so it's you need to be eating those at least like two to three times a week, mm-hmm. um, or taking a fish oil every day. And something I was thinking about um, in last week's episode, I talked about how like the past six months have been like a big difference for me. I started taking that fish oil. You did in the last six months, so I was like, what if that was a big just like jumpstart? And I did go check the bottle, and it had EPA and DHA. So. I'm going to post that supplement for everyone yeah. on our Instagram. Again, follow us at Yep, I Did That Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> on Instagram. On Instagram, because that's where we update and we're just like being ridiculous all the time. But you'll see all our products on there. And oh my gosh, yes. Our life. But fish oil, for sure. That's, I think that's a really good thing to like be able to look back and see that there was a an active change and fish oil was. Added. Added. So, and it has been shown to be really yeah. beneficial for especially depression. And as we talked about, like you were like 2017 freaking suck. Yeah. And you were dealing with a lot. Sorry, I talk with my hands a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like it, it's, it's a, I think, a, an awesome look back to see results. Yeah. You know? So I'm, I'm actually using um, Holmega. Holmega. Which is... <laughs> As much as I could study a really reputable brand to be on. So I'll post that for you. Yeah. And I, I think, think it's Wild awesome. Alaskan is the main the main thing in that. Yeah. Okay. So fish oil. So fish oil. Um, and then we already talked about fermented foods. So probiotics. But then the specific foods you could be eating is kefir or kefir, um, which is a fermented milk. You could mm-hmm. also be eating um, anything that is a prebiotic. So we talked about that where it's a lot of like Jerusalem root or artichoke, um, resistant starches. Have we talked about resistant no. starches on here? Oh, my goodness. Let's dig deeper. Dig deeper into resistant starches. <laughs> so um, basically whenever – so if you have a potato or you have like a green banana, like the green bananas, whenever mm-hmm. they aren't fully ripe or cold potatoes after you cook them, mm-hmm. they the starches are taken out of a form that's easily digested. 
and taken into a form that you can't digest as much. And so it becomes a prebiotic. So it becomes food for your good bacteria to be eating. And so if you heat up the potato, it takes it back into an easily digested form Mm -hmm. of the starch. So then it can get broken down and into your bloodstream as sugar. But if it's cold or it's an unripe banana, you eat it, your body can't digest it. And so then the bacteria just eats it in your GI tract and then creates so all that good bacteria. Awesome. Yeah. And so it becomes a prebiotic. So maybe I think eating green bananas is rough, but yeah. maybe put it in a smoothie with some peanut butter and yeah. call it a day. I mean, I'm all about the like, I love sweet potatoes. And so I've been feeding Ellis cold sweet potatoes. So and if you cook it, like let it cool and then you cook it again and then you let it cool, like the resistant starches, like there's even more of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you can cook it, just eat yeah, it cold. Yeah, just eat it cold. Like you're not going to just like bite into a raw right. potato. That would be effing disgusting. That's what I was thinking when you said that. I was like, wow. Well, never eating that prebiotic. Well, I'm never getting resistant starches. So thanks for that. Not hot tip, Amanda. Just, I just walk in next week eating a potato that's raw. And I'm just like, no. Never. No, no. No, it's cooked and then let it cool down. And then those resistant starches happen. So that's a really good prebiotic. But other fer- there's a lot of other fer- fermented foods like kimchi, um, fermented vegetables. Nice. I would like to talk like this. Yes. <laughs> um, and then some other supplements that are foods that we have talked about in the past for the like relaxation sleep episode. Yeah. Um, it's all about our valerian root. Mm-hmm. Um, and passion flower, both of those work like a benzo. So they increase your GABA mm-hmm. in your brain. And so it's allowing your brain to calm down that we talked about. And so valerian root um, and passion flower are things that you want to talk to your doctor about. Because like for Kyle, I'm never going to let him take valerian root because it's not a good combination. If you're on medicine, mm-hmm. don't take valerian root um, because it could be messing with what's going on in your brain okay. on that medicine. Um, but the passion flower in a 2001 study found that 45 drops per day were as effective as a benzo at increasing or inhibiting the like GABA uh-huh. or increasing the GABA so that it's inhibiting other things from being released, especially like glutamate. That is your, the exciter, excitery neurotransmitter mm-hmm. that actually increases anxiety. And so it, affects that from being released and it allows your brain to calm down. So, so it's passion flower. Yeah, passion flower. And it sounds pretty. It sounds beautiful <laughs> and relaxing and nice. You should see what all these people are saying to you. Uh we're Instagram living right now. Yeah. Um and so okay. um we also have talked okay. in the past about ashwangata. Um that is awesome at keeping your brain from being crazy, it calms you down the same way it affects the GABA. So all three of those things work just as like benzos do. And most people don't want to prescribe you a benzo. That's like your Valium or Valium right. and like the things that kind of like have been out. Like you're mm-hmm. more going to be on an SSRI mm-hmm. if you get put on a medicine versus like a benzo. But these are really good as especially helping with anxiety. Right. So I would say these things, if you're not on a medicine, you should probably be taking. Like that's worth trying in the first Oh, especially the passion flower. It's like it's as effective as it increases the GABA just the same. Doing the same thing as a benzo would be doing. Which is amazing. Yeah. Um, I love that kind of stuff. Right? It's awesome. (laughs) Uh, And this one you're going to love even more because it's already your favorite thing. It's all over your dog right now. 
Essential oils, lavender. Just lavender, yeah. <laughs> so um, lavender in general, it looked. a lot of studies were looked at um, that looked at aromatherapy and then looked at like the lavender buds being ingested. Mm-hmm. Aromatherapy, the first time that people were exposed to it, it decreased anxiety. But then the second to third time that they were exposed to it, there wasn't as big of a difference in calming them down. Um, so aromatherapy helps you be calm, but for the, like the anxiety part, um, I would say where it's been the most effective has actually been ingesting it. And so lavender buds at 80 milligrams per day were as effective as an SSRI and a benzo at decreasing the anxiety. Wow. And so um, I would, one thing that I um, am going to make Kyle try that he doesn't know he's going to try is that I'm going to start making him a smoothie every morning. Yeah. Um, and then putting lavender in it so that he just starts his day a little bit more calm. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he'll taste it. Um, I'm going to mask it with some stuff. Kay. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll I'll report back All if right. he can taste the lavender buds. <laughs> um, and then one of the other foods that I found really interesting is um, choline has been shown to help with mental health. And that is mainly found in like eggs. Oh. It's a really good source of choline. And so I've been also making him eat choline. And does that look like cooked eggs or raw eggs or what? Cooked eggs. You don't ever do the raw eggs. So, But Gaston. I know. Gaston can do it. Why can't I? (laughs) Uh, But basically, if you eat a raw egg, there's something in it that will bind to your your albumin, which is a protein, and that you need that to be able to do things. And it binds to it, and it won't allow it to work correctly. No raw eggs. So no raw eggs. And, I mean, there's like... So such high risk of like salmonella. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> unless it's in a nice frothy cocktail, <laughs> then you can raw egg. Um, and then the other minerals that we have talked about in the past are magnesium and zinc. Those are relax- relaxation minerals. Yeah. Um, and magnesium is especially important because at least 68 percent of adults don't get enough magnesium in their mm-hmm. diets. And, and we so, talked about that in the sleep episode. Yeah. Some good ways to get it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So go back and listen to that because magnesium is also one of the ones that has been studied a lot and there's conflicting evidence, but it has been shown to make you calm down right? and it helps you sleep and sleep and being calm is a directly affecting your mental health. So I think, did I talk about nature calm on that episode? Uh, I don't know if you did, but we talked about it with Savannah because we figured out that's also, I think you did. Okay. I don't remember, but talk about it again because it's an awesome like I product. I have used Nature Calm. I like it. Um, and it's like super easy to put in stuff. It doesn't really have a flavor. Um, so that's a good like magnesium. I wouldn't say that's like your full supplement, but it's no. a good support. And then uh, my hippie self doesn't take like a full magnesium supplement. I use Ancient Minerals. um sea salts. So I've made magnesium oil before, which you can look up. I think most of the time, if you put a like DIY magnesium oil, ancient minerals is what's going to come up. Like that's the reputable brand in the holistic health community. Yeah. So those are a couple ways that you can start just including magnesium into your lifestyle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure there's some foods, but we talked about in the sleep episode that the foods are really depleted because of the soils. So. Yeah, and a lot of the minerals um, are depleted just based upon, like, current farming practices. Mm-hmm. And so we have to yeah. be a little bit more observant and 
really caring as to where we're getting our food from. Right. And if you do think that you, that you could be de- like deficient. deficient, then you should be taking something or making sure that you're taking Epsom salt bath, using the Epsom salts, using that supplement, you know, like right. just whatever, just to make sure that you're taking care of yourself real, and getting enough. Real quick. Um, I can <laughs> We have a listener listening to, do you know who Kay Burnish is? Is that your friend? No. Okay. Wow. Well, you might be our friend, but I can't look at who, you, what you're in. I don't know you by your handle, but she's taking the dental probiotic and she loves it. Yay! So that's awesome. Yay! That's awesome. And she's an oil puller. So she's like, Ooh, yeah, she's got more. it. But she wants to know what the form passion flower comes in. So this one that we, the, this 2001 study, it was a liquid. Um, and I think that you could probably get it in capsules as well. Um, just make mm-hmm. sure it's a vegetarian capsule. But this one was a liquid where it had like a dropper. Mm-hmm. So you would do drops into a smoothie or you would do a drops into whatever. And this one was looking at 45 drops. Okay. So. And you could um, technically, if if it doesn't come in capsules, you could make your own too. You can order. I've done yeah. that before. I've ordered capsules and filled yeah, them with stuff. So for sure. That's an option. Yeah. But then, yeah, this one was liquid, but I'm sure that there's other forms. There's always a capsule yeah. of something. And then can there. you get that on Amazon? For sure. Uh, most of probably everything that we get is yeah. on Amazon um, because, because we're lazy. We're Am- and we're Amazon Prime members. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, but Whole Foods now lets you have discounts. Yeah, but Whole Foods. <laughs> it's also expensive. It's expensive. Check out those awesome towels. This is the glamorous <laughs> life that we live. One day this will be beautiful in here and we won't be embarrassed. Yes. But... As of right now, this is just what, what we live. Yes. Amazon. Yes. Um, uh, we also are Trader Joe's. Yeah. Peeps. But for supplements, so, but for it's supplements, all on either Amazon or... Their website. Yes. The supplements we just, website. Because yeah. we go straight through those hyperbiotics. Exactly. Yes. We love hyperbiotics. And um, we're about to try out their Pro 15 yeah. probiotic, I believe, which is like their main one. Yeah. So and we'll let you guys know how we feel about that after we take it a little bit, but I'm expecting us to love it. I'm sure we'll love it. And I'm getting on a reputable toothpaste jam now. I'm yes. going to try their toothpaste. Which because... is a probiotic toothpaste. Yeah. We love probiotics. Okay. So um, um, we just finished passion flower, magnesium. Zinc, which is just a, another relaxation mineral um, also just, it's essential for a lot of things. Magnesium too. It's if you're magnesium deficient, it's involved in over like 300 processes in your body. Wow. And so if you're deficient, your body's obviously not functioning at its highest. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the only other thing that we have left to talk about outside of probably lots of other foods and supplements, there's lots of supplements out there that have been shown to help with mental health. We just talked about the few that have had studies done that were just as effective as um, the medicines that are out there so that you guys would have options. Right. If there's one that you see that you have a question about, like obviously there's St. John's wort, there's milk thistle, there's yeah. a lot of things out there, but it. I just wanted to talk about the ones that have studies, that have studies behind them and that aren't just your run of the mill that you're going to find online if you do a quick google search these are things that are natural are have don't have side effects like especially the lavender there's absolutely zero side effects that people have experienced i mean i think that it's a really encouraging 
yeah. place to be. So, And then last episode, we talked about NAC. So go back yeah. and listen to that. Again, this is mental health part two. Yes. Um, go back and listen to that and you can hear me rave about NAC. Which is awesome. Yes. And the last thing that I think that we need to have like a, a serious conversation about, and I hope that you guys enjoy this, or if you've tried this, let us know, um, is CBD oil. Yeah, It's a very big trend at the moment for mental health. Yeah. And like everything. And Basically, everything. <laughs> CBD oil currently is like, this is the magical cure that will cure every disease and ailment that has ever existed in the world. Obviously. But I actually have some anecdotal evidence, not of my own, that yeah. I've talked to a couple people that do use CBD oil on the reg for anxiety and depression. Um, in particular, I think I think those go hand in hand a lot, anxiety and depression. Yeah. I think what they're mostly using it for is anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, But they notice a gigantic difference using CBD oil. So I am, I have recommended that to multiple people. Like if you feel like you're on the verge, maybe just try that and see, or talk to your doctor about what that looks like. Cause I think, especially in California where it's legal, um, we, see it a lot more oh so i think it's more likely that um a doctor would be down to maybe prescribe something like that first but they i mean i've heard great things about it and like we have friends that struggle with different things that like tourette's we know Mm -hmm. someone with tourette's that uses cbd which if you don't know what that is that's the non-hallucinogenic part of marijuana yeah so basically (laughs) the thc has been removed so it's just cannabinoidal part of the cannabis Mm -hmm. and the THC isn't there. So there's no actual psychotropic effects of the CBD oil. Right. Awesome. Are you Um, questions? (laughs) No, I'm reading. They're saying uh, CBD. um, She used it when they broke their arm in two places and instead of painkillers and she, they got the best sleep of their life. So that's amazing. Maybe it is the miracle cure. <laughs> it, I mean, especially if you need rest or relaxation or just, a, okay, so this is one of those things where we were talking about with the medicine or just like finding a space to breathe. Yeah. Like it will give you the space to breathe so that then you can like figure out your next steps, you know? Right. I think it's a, and it's a completely safe option. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I'm going to say that like, I really hope that we can continue pushing legislation for this was that um, there's only one FDA approved CBD oil that's on the market right now. Mm -hmm. And that's only approved for childhood seizures. Mm -hmm. Um, And why I think it's really important that even though we sometimes are very anti-FDA, you're mainly just me. You're very, well, I think that there's a lot of areas like the USDA, FDA, it's all like, if I were to get political for a second, there's just a lot of lobbyists. There's a lot of, politics in the game and i think that money wins more yeah. often than our health or our best best interest mm-hmm. which is a lot of government to me yeah. <laughs> so um no uh, it, but, anarchy yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not no we're not gonna do that um i thought about it for like a split second oh, no, i, was I like, saw it on your face and i was like don't go there <laughs> <laughs> we're not that type of a podcast <laughs> No, but it's super important because if you do get CBD oil from anywhere, especially like here, mm. it's legal, Colorado, it's legal in a lot of different states, but um, it's not going to be the same every time. 
So you could be getting a CBD oil one time that's really effective, and then the next time it may not be as effective just because it's mm-hmm. not set to a regulation because it's a supplement. It's not regulated by the FDA. So there isn't any like restrictions on each vial having to have the same amount or it has to contain this. And so it'd be really nice for people with mental health issues that would like to use CBD, that there is a source that is approved because it has to be approved or whatever that's regulated. That's always going to be the same dose. It's going to be the same amount every time because it's so important. That makes sense. And there you might know? be, I don't know if any of you know, but um, there might be ones that like at least do third party testing. So I have no idea. Like that yeah. is one avenue that like I have nothing. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> for, I read up a little bit on it and I think CBD slash anything marijuana related can affect fertility for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not like a long term effect, but it takes your, from what I've read, I don't know how much studies have been done on this, that it can like slow down um, like those processes in your body. And it it takes you like a year for your body to build up um, kind of like, I don't know, it like regulates after a year and then Mm -hmm. you're back to normal. So if you're trying to get pregnant or if you are pregnant, just don't do the CBD thing. Yeah. Um, Until there's more testing at least. Yeah. Lavender. Magnesium, zinc. Yeah. All those things. Fish oil. You need to be taking that anyways. Yeah. Uh, For that baby. Eat that choline because that's also good for baby's um, brain development. There you go. It's good for everybody's Mm -hmm. brain. Yeah. Obviously. Um, No, but I think it's, I think that's one awesome area that um, there is one research study I read on an NPR article that is being done like a clinical trial to hopefully bring about like an FDA approved CBD oil supplement. But I don't know anything about for like the fertility part. Yeah, I don't Um, know if that many people actually know that much about it. No, so like that could totally be. Yeah, that could totally be not even real. And or it could just be a precautionary 10 years from now thing. on episode 5 billion that yeah. we're doing <laughs> in hopefully a way prettier room. Oh, my God. We I know. I hope we're keeping it real and we're still in this like, yeah. jank room. Not only were we wrecked by life, this room, was, room wrecked was wrecked by, by life. life. Yes, it was. Yes. Just some missing panels. It's fine. Some popcorn ceilings. Towels. Some towels, you know. (laughs) We got a candle, so it's fine. We do have this awesome Grove Collaborative candle that I'm obsessed with. It's rose-scented. Yes. All right. Um, So one last thing I feel like we should talk about while we have people here. I hope you guys also like trash television. (laughs) Um, Well, first, is there anything else you want to talk about for... The food and nutrition part. No, I want to make sure people go back, listen to last week's episode. Um, I think both of these are like two of the episodes that I would want people to listen to the most. Just because it just helps kind of open up the door to these hard conversations that don't have to be so hard as long as we just start having them. Exactly. Agreed. And I think that um, my cousin actually obviously always texts me after every I think he's on here. What's your cousin's name? Uh, he's not on Instagram. Oh, he never, have mind. One. <laughs> never mind. Never <laughs> mind. But um, he is always very like just encouraging, but also like, hey, this is something that like we in the army especially struggle with. Yeah. And if you do see someone who's exhibiting symptoms that you think that they want to take their own life, 
you ask them point blank. Yes. Because, like, you don't, like, F politeness, F the, like, whatever. And I think that we were, <laughs> I like. I freaking like your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> You're all, yeah. well, I, we had to edit out Jonna ranting <laughs> exactly. about that. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I, like, I was going to text him and be like, actually, we edited a lot of Jonna's <laughs> Very pro, whatever. But so it is, like, people, people, and he's like, we've actively had to do that. And mm-hmm. so. And he really it's not worth it. Like your your pride or your uncomfortableness uncomfortableness is not worth it if that if it's at that point. Which there are people in front of you that are struggling with this, I promise you. So yeah. Just sad things. Yeah. (laughs) It's sad. But it's needed. Yeah, it's definitely needed. And like I hope this inspires you all to just start having these conversations in um in your own communities and your friend groups, like start getting rid of the stigma around mental health, because like Amanda said last week, it is rampant in our society and our culture. And it's just so important that we start having these conversations. Um, And like one little conversation at a time, we can actually probably start to see change. That's the revivalist in me. Yes. (laughs) So exactly. It it is. I, I think that the, it's a very bright future with all of us. Like, caring and being pro mental health and pro each Mm -hmm. other where it's like let's help and um oh lastly before we talk about the bachelorette because of course we're going to talk about that yes exercise oh yeah exercise we almost forgot about that and amanda is a stinking fitness instructor instructor. exercise is so important yes look at this (laughs) i can just flip the camera yeah that's probably way easier yes Technology's hard, guys. Um, no, so exercise is really important. Um, basically, whenever you get yourself moving and you're allowing your body to do the things that it's naturally wanting to do, it increases all those good hormones and it makes you feel good. And you remember, like, in Legally Blonde, happy people don't do bad things. And so, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're just perfect when you're, you're happy. You're just perfect when you're happy. No, but basically exercising just is going to help you be able to maintain like sanity for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, also, yoga is really important um, and has been shown and studied to decrease depression and h- increase mental health. Um, basically, it's just taking that time to be present and be mindful and have that relaxation and yeah. take a moment for yourself, which is what exercise is. You know, it's just taking that moment for yourself and being one with your body how it's working and like mm-hmm. you're actively making a choice of taking care of yourself Getting all those good endorphins yeah i mean and obviously i am a little bit biased for the the specific type of exercise but pure bar is amazing and yeah. so go to your local pure bar you get the first week free amanda is a <laughs> and very good instructor too um so a little treat for you guys in the future is that i made jonna take pure bar and we did a we are going to be doing a segment of the podcast called Jonna Does. <laughs> and it's Jonna Does every workout I want her to do. And the first was Pure Bar. Yeah. And I definitely um don't love doing it. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's enjoyable for you to watch and not enjoyable for me to do. And Amanda's yeah. an insane instructor, like I said. Well, thanks. Okay, um, so yes, exercise, exercise is super important. Yeah. With all these other things that we've been saying. Um you need to be taking about care of yourself spiritually as well. And that involves you taking the time for yourself with meditation mm-hmm. or a quiet time every morning. Um mm-hmm. 
everyone has five minutes. Yeah. And like we said last week, even if that like sometimes when you're in the middle of it, it's scary to even do like one minute when you're like, I have to be alone with myself for one minute. And I'm so deep down in this pit right now. But like five seconds, like you can start small. You don't have to start with even a 20 minute minute meditation. (laughs) So just take care of yourself. And I think that like uh, our culture, which we talked about a lot last week, is that we and Kyle calls me out on this a lot that we make ourselves seem more busier than we are. Yeah. But you always have at least a minute or two that you're sitting on your phone. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've actively been trying to be better about like waking up in the morning and not grabbing my phone, which is so hard. It is because it's like, well, my alarm, I said, turn it off. But like, it used to be that I would like automatically open Instagram because that's important, (laughs) you know? Um, But now I'm just trying to like not do that and just like sit in bed for a minute before I get out of bed where it's like I snooze it and mm-hmm. I know I have eight minutes to just lay here and just like set my tone for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like it's time for me to like pray a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just do what you need to do because you're not as busy as we you think you make are. ourselves seem. And to if be. you're too busy for mental health, then that's an issue. And, and that's you need a, to work on it. a red Red ding ding flag. Yes. You probably need to like. Oh boy. We just got a ding ding in here. <laughs> you need to like be making sure that you're taking care of yourself yeah. because if you don't feel like it's it's something it's something all of us need to be focusing on. Mm, exactly. And it's all just at diff- differing levels. Yes. You know? Um. And now we are we are headed to watch The Bachelorette, which is our oh favorite thing to do, and we always record right before we go. Um. And now we just have to like, just talk about it for like three seconds. Yeah, so, just just for a little bit. We all have a we have Bachelorette fantasy league teams. We do it for every season. Yes. Um, also, I don't know if this is good for your mental health to watch the Bachelorette, but it is good to have girls' nights. I would say it's good to be in a community and you being able to talk about things because most of the time we're talking about real things as well. But it's good to be in community and being out of the house and taking your mind off of. Yes. The worries. And girls' nights are the best nights. Right. For the most part. Yes. (laughs) Unless you have terrible friends. Then find a good group (laughs) of friends to have girls' night with. Yes. (laughs) Uh, My team is anything is better than Ari. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's my team, isn't it? Yes. Okay. I think so. Or not as bad as Ari. Something like that. Freaking Ari. Freaking Ari. He was the worst. The worst. Um. I don't remember. Most of the time, my team name was always Villains Got a Vill or Visible Moisture. Um, but I think my team name this time is. Uh, oh, let the damn thing begin. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't let know. The love, let the damn but love story begin. We're really team Becca. We love her yeah. so much. And we're not super. We're actually both team is it Colton? Yeah, we love Colton. We love Colton so far. Yeah. We loved Clay. We loved Clay. If you guys don't watch it, Aww, Clay is a professional football player that broke his hand and it was the saddest thing ever. But he's gonna find the sweetest Yes. He wife just wanted out to provide someday. for his family. Yes. Um yeah, no, I I like Colton. Um mm-hmm. I thought Becca did draw it a little out of proportion that he dated Tia. <laughs> Especially because the they all date each other like disgusting. Well, and they were literally <laughs> on The Bachelor and they were just dating the same man. And then she has an issue with that. I'm like, yeah, 
have an issue with him potentially being a fame whore, not that he dated your yeah. friend. Which that is debatable. I'm it's still debatable. Team I think he's cute. He's great. He <sighs> he has a lab. You know what can you do? What you gotta you, you do? gotta love a dude with a black lab. Yes. Um, unless it's you, Ari. Unless it's Ari. <laughs> if he gets a black lab, we still don't love him. Ugh, no, he's the worst. He is. Um, okay. Well, I hope that that little trash talk made your heart happy. <laughs> <laughs> it made mine happy. Um, and take care of yourself. Um, eat plant-based diets. Meditate. Yes. Get some exercise. And remember that you're valuable and you mean a lot to people in this world and you need to take care of yourself. Yes. All right. We love you guys. We love, love you, Yep Club. Love you. Thank you guys for listening. Yes. And, and if you do listen to our podcast, um, one, thank you so much. But yes. two, please go leave us a review on iTunes. Yes. It helps us out a ton. It helps spread the word about Yep Club and the I don't know what else to say, but we need that. Yeah. So go do it for us. It just helps us to be able to keep doing this podcast. Exactly. And, so, and we really love you guys. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you later. Yes. Bye. Bye.